if all of this comes together in some fantabulousness. Look at it. Already trying to get jacked up. Don't you even fart around, Facebook. Facebook. Don't even. So, ladles and jelly spoons. Uh, we've learned a lot here at the uh, the Truth, Love, and Peace shenanigans show. Like how to put your hand right in front of the camera. And how to not get, a good get your guests in the frame. Get a frame. Good, good view of your palm. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah, so, anyway. Hey, welcome to it. Uh, episode 8. John Cook. Hello. In, in his house. And uh, we are fortunate to be here in the wake of, uh, of Alabama turning blue. That's amazing. Hell froze over. <laughs> I know. I know. Just uh, That was three years ago. That was 2014, wasn't it? When the bridges froze and they yeah. closed Waffle House? Mm -hmm. That's a state of emergency when a Waffle House closes, which has happened here in Perdido Key. And that says we're live, and that says that there are people there. Hello, Do people. tag John Cook in this video? Of sure. I want to tag John Cook in this video. Um, yeah, I think, uh, I, I, I think Mr. Mork and... Uh, he can thank his wife for a good little piece of that. I don't know. Who, yeah. I don't know who let her get on the microphone, but that was not a good idea. That uh, that last minute anti-Semitic mark kind of think so. She, it looked very painful for her to have to say that instead of something <laughs> else she wanted to say. I noticed. The, her delivery was, was pretty terrible. You know, I I didn't really get it. Uh, she but seemed like someone, she was mad about that having to say that that she had like I mean. Oh, like it was set up. Really? Not, like, not that she was just mad to like she have just, to defend herself or just. Yeah, I mean, craziness, whatever. Yeah, uh, she's not a nice person. Like, you can just tell. Maybe she is. I doubt it. But yeah, you know, and I, I never. And who on his Who on his staff? Okay, that I, I think they should have known better. <laughs> than than to let uh, drunk non politicians talk on a microphone. Yeah. Oh, happy Hanukkah, by the way, to the Jew lawyers wherever you are. Yeah. Sorry about that. I guess... Poor guy. I hope you have a nice defamation lawsuit in your future, because. Right. Uh, I know at least he's got some very nice horses you could own. And be thankful that they they lowered themselves to hang out with you. <laughs> and we have other other friends that we and we hang out with them. Yeah. I just don't get the whole. We ride our horses. Over some of that we ride stuff. our horses in, and we ride our horses out. They're just so disconnected because I saw an argument, not an argument. Uh, I saw an article recently uh, about how parts of Alabama are worse than third world nations, and and how politics could be so divisive outside of we've got so much room to get better just blows my mind i don't under i really don't understand it like I, and i am i giving people the benefit of the doubt <laughs> i'm not sure I, too know, often i don't know anyway. they are definitely disconnected i think they didn't they meet in when they were like 12 or something early on so it seems like they probably were both you know on the same path and probably you know i would assume old money somewhere and yeah. never really had to go through the real world that breeds maybe. a lot of bad ideas And but it just seemed like the horse ride was this pomp and circumstance to try to you know make everyone think oh he's a good old boy and not think about what's going on that those it's the disconnect I think it's a it's a blatant demonstration somebody on the staff wasn't thinking to approve all that well and what what's it what's in it for the end game I was listening to Alan Watts I think is his name uh, a philosopher that somebody mentioned I came across it and he was talking about how uh, you can't think of life as a journey which is one of my favorite sayings right. because a journey has a destination and that's like thinking about a piece of music like 
uh, a journey that has a destination. Because right. if that were true, the only thing that would matter would be the end. Right. And so there would You'd be people that just write finales. And that was Ta-da. that was his line that I loved so much. He's like, nobody is just writing finales. <laughs> you walk in and get one chord worth of music. Mm. Like, well, ah, that's a great way to put that. So, yeah. It's a whole well, I guess we'll see how long, play. How long, play. He, that was his play. how long he's going to hang on and not, you know. Who's that? The more the, the not conceding. Sticking around? See how long he's going to not concede. Oh, is he still not conceding? I haven't really looked at the news he's not today. Yet, no. He's he's uh, He's being silly. Yeah. I saw that, but I thought it was from last night. It I was. didn't know it's, it's it was. Conti- it's it's still today. Oh, it's continued on. <laughs> ah, what a silly, silly man. Pro- you know, I mean, probably until they have recounts till he wins and who knows yeah it's uh well hopefully it'll bring up some more some more stuff i think it's part of the information age where it's catching up you can't little things like that get out too easily well tied into the thing that you know he's denied and and putting everyone lied about you know what he's done this i saw the face of this christian activist whoever dave de bonmar said that more isn't obligated to tell the truth because it might get in the way of god's agenda Ooh. Now, that Ooh, makes me wonder. On the record, somebody said that. Yeah, on, on his podcast called "Pass the Salt." Oh and, man! And uh, people are going to need a lot of salt to get down the taste of that. Yeah. Because what's God's agenda if you're supposed to lie about it? Well, and that's like the clip that's running around from uh, from somebody saying that you had not being aware that you could swear on something other than the Christian Bible. Yeah, his, his spokesperson. Yeah. And there was another couple of other things he said. He said. Moore's lies should be viewed as strategic tactics in a football game or in war. Yeah, it's horrible. Football game, If that's game, what huh? it's come to... We were discussing the world politics being like the football game. Get you next year. Yeah, that's And so then the other sick. one was, it's, uh, it's best to lie if it advocates the kingdom of God. Ooh, I mean... Oh, come on. I mean, thou shalt not lie. Isn't that in there? Yeah, I don't think people are thinking this stuff through. This guy's got a podcast. But he's... he's a there's an audience for that, He's apparently. a Christian activist. So, so whatever the agenda is, I just how can you call yourself a Christian activist when you're out there just spewing hate, <laughs> and and even when you're not spewing hate, when you're saying things that people could be highly offended by, how do you how do you walk around with a, a I guess it keeps religious po- moniker? It'll keep his podcast going, get good ratings maybe. That's just, I mean, I get stirring the pot and it's fun to apparently, have. Apparently, apparently his idea of the kingdom of God is going to be based on lying. So. That's, that's horrible. Right. That's horrible. So many people just have no couth. Yeah. And I, don't, I think a lot of that comes down to what was the argument about how Trump went from never being a Christian, never being a religious person, to getting applause when he says, God bless America. Like, if the hypocrisy in that is not blatant enough, then maybe some, maybe, maybe that's what we can take away from well, this Alabama election. I mean, he's a, he, he, you know, glorifies Christian act, you know, values, and then he says it's okay to lie. It's like, which, what, which, which one is it? Double standards. You can't how, how, hypocrisy. Mean, There's plenty of hypocrisy running around. The whole thing. I mean, so yeah, and 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 in a better God's world, the Gemini meteor shower tonight. Brightest yes. thing tonight. Yes. Uh, were they predicting something like sixty? Six, maybe sixty a minute. Yeah. Caused by debris from asteroid 3200 Patheon. Do we know 3200 Patheon? Do we know what uh, what part of the what the origins of that are? Like every, the Torrid Meteor Stream. Every every, every, every December, our our uh, one of those normal ones. Yeah, our, our, our we we pass through it. 
pass through that whole thing every December and it burns up and we get to see it all. And this is the closest since 1983 when it was Ooh. discovered. So, yeah, it should be a good time if you're uh, if you're catching this live. Go outside and look at the sky. It'll be well worth your time. I have no idea what's going on with this uh, this little camera here. Let me rearrange this. Happy birthday to Rick Carter, by the way, up in Birmingham. Yeah. Zach Tiedrich has a new album out. Chris Clifton, good to see you, man. I uh, I was thinking about you the other day. Can't wait to hear you play some more music. It's been a hot minute. Where's Clifton? Zachary Thomas Dietrich. Yeah. Where are you at, by the way, Chris? Good question. Anyway, Zach's the, Zach is at the River Pub as we speak, I think, right now. The River Pub? Where's that? We'll get all the Facebook Ma Ma Magnolia in Springs, there. I think. Magnolia Springs? Yep. And he's got a new album out produced by Jonathan Puzan. Uh, which I have yet to hear. Uh, I think if, if Puzan, I, I know I talked to you not too long ago. Anyway, we need to get together and call Zach. And, and uh, rest in peace. Uh, play some music. Pat, uh, the lead singer of the Smithereens, died today. The lead singer of the Smithereens. Yeah. Do tell. To know you, you know uh, they had a girl like you, '80s. You know he was mm -hmm. 62. He's around for a long time. You know, influenced. You know, Kurt Cobain and a lot of the grunge movement. A girl like you was a. He, they've got all sorts of. You know, he was a pretty rocking, pretty good master of the three foot three minute. Hook. Yeah. Real rock and roll, real deal. So we're still touring like 300 times a year. It's probably what killed him, but I mean, better to burn <laughs> Too out much fast way. food, hopefully not. No, probably not. Who knows? Yeah, you never know. Too much fast something. And then they also, there was a discovery today so that sad. they, they what was it? They discovered something in Antarctica that life can survive without energy and sun, just down thin air alone. So there's a whole new spiel on the, our, our thoughts of extraterrestrial possibilities just on thin that's not absolutely unheard of though i mean we just, know it, it actually can exist in space yeah i mean they're, they're talking about no light no no energy source whatsoever well what are those little water bears called water bears i think yeah they're these tiny little microscopic creatures yep. that can survive in space and yeah deep freeze and yeah. boiling water and yeah there's a, a real name for them they also have like 32 types of dna in them really they, they, i didn't know some that kind of weird crazy mix of all over the place that's awesome they're just they're like their own little version of noah's ark yeah they probably they think they may have picked them up just rocketing through space on everybody else's floating around hell we could be it could have been us they could have kicked us into something well there's a lot of interesting theory about panspermia and and fungi and they what look, we were they, they look funky look them up water bears yeah i, I now i can't remember what the name is let's find it Tetris something or other. And then, yeah, it looks like a, I don't know what it looks like. In front of it looks like, almost like an air bladder. It does look like a tiny little bear with a weird nose, like a mole. A tardigrade, that's it. Yeah, tardigrade. You've seen these things, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's that little air bladder with a kind of nose on it. Almost, it's strange. Freaky little... And then, then they're microscopic. I remember hearing Neil deGrasse Tyson talking about them and how they've survived the vacuum of space and all kinds of crazy things. But here's the uh, the only animal to survive in space. Water bear DNA. We don't have the uh, the stuff to play the video, but... Uh, While well, he's reading that, 
One, Tardigrade. Oh, see, Jess beat us to it. One sixth of their DNA Thank comes you, comes from foreign organisms. Comes from not on, organisms. not on Earth, I think. Not on Earth. I think that's what they're talking about. Oh man. Okay, so whoever. Oh no, that's what they when they when they rehydrate and repair DNA, they take in foreign DNA. So they they pick up DNA along the way from when they dehydrate, then they rehydrate whenever I guess they hit some liquid. I'm looking at looking over these comments. So Daniel. Could be a good band name for Water Bears. The Water Bears. The Tardigrades. Well, it sounds like I'm a, sure a, there a is one. Baseball, there baseball has team. there has to be a band called the Tardigrades already. Not as good as, as the Montgomery Biscuits. That's great. <laughs> Montgomery Biscuits. That's great. Montgomery baseball. Uh, Water Bear is a band. Oh really? Uh, and they do have a Facebook page. Sweet. Uh, so kudos to whoever jumped on that train really quick. Uh, good on you. GoDaddy, I'm sure, appreciates your late-night stuff just like they appreciate mine. Water bear is lost in space. Uh, sorry, I missed part of those comments from uh, from Daniel. He was saying something about uh, the time you guys played together in, in Birmingham. What's up? Are you going to be at the Cool Beans reunion? Oh. Nope. I wish there were a way to make that bigger. And I still can't figure out how to keep an eye on that in real time. But uh, if there is someone that knows more about the DNA thing and the, the tardigrade and all that DNA stuff, we would love to hear more about all that. I would because I'm fascinated by DNA. All this stuff that's come out with CRISPR. Are you familiar with any of the CRISPR stuff? Mm -mm. No. Yep, he's there. It's also fascinating. When is that uh, Cool Beans reunion, by the way? It's coming up. I have no idea what you're talking about. Fill us in. Cool Beans? What is Cool Clay Beans? Clay Connor's old band and Daniels and, and Jacksonville Rock and Roll. That's awesome. They're having a reunion. Where's the reunion? At the, the mill? Maybe? I don't know. We'll let him fill in. Yeah, definitely. Post all that stuff in the comments, please. So we can... Okay, check it out. Uh, it says December 23rd at Black Market Barn in Birmingham. Yeah, I think. Yeah? Yep, I think we should be on. Heck yeah, man. Birmingham people, go check it out. What, how long has it been since you guys... Since Love you too, 20, Chris. 20 years? I, um... Yep, Old Mill. Old Mill. Sweet. I'm just happy I can see the comments from here because those are impossible to keep up with and they're always gone by the time I read them. So this is handy dandy. Awesome. That means I'm totally distracted. Oh. <laughs> what, shiny, what's that shiny object? I know. Right? In? <laughs> hey, what's that over there? Doo -doo. Squirrel. Chicken shit. Uh, yeah, that's going to be a good time. Oh, well, while we're plugging stuff, if you're in the Mobile area tonight, uh, open mic at the Blind Mule starts at 9.30, I think, uh, if you're if you're into comedy. Uh, come check it out. Come try it. It's awesome. It's a good time. It's revolutionary. Uh, it'll give you some real good perspective. Stand in front of people with a microphone in your hand and not know what to say for a minute. And it'll make you think about life. Complete strangers. <laughs> judging your humor. Yeah. It's a good time. It's a good time. The blind mule, huh? 
Yeah, nice place. And uh, they've been doing it for a long time. Whatever comedy in Mobile and uh, Mobile Comedy have a lot to do with that. They're the guys that put that together. Uh, Alfred and uh, Tony and... Or Alfred and Ryan and Bill and Zeke and Carson. And I'm sure I'm forgetting people and I apologize. But, uh, but yeah. Love you guys. Mike Jenkins. Hey, John Cook, let's go fishing soon. Get Robert Cheek and Mark Hall and go with us. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, my buddy. I'm in. What's the name of your podcast, Belt? What are you talking about? And he said, uh, what's, oh, he said, what's the name of this podcast? Oh, I thought you were talking about yours. The name of this podcast, this is Truth, Love, and Peace. And uh, you can find it at truthloveandpeace.com. You can find it on iTunes um, and SoundCloud. And it's on here, obviously, part of it. The full versions are always the the actual podcast, which is the just the audio uh, that runs the whole time. The videos will, will drop out eventually, so you can catch the whole things, which some of them get pretty long. I uh, had a great conversation with a buddy of mine, Russell Douglas, the other day. It was like three hours long. It was awesome. Um, is Dave McDonald playing drums? Well, you can download Daniel. the podcast, too. Who's playing drums, Daniel? Well, I talked over John. I'm sorry. I think Dave said something about or probably multiple people. Doug and Sandra say hey. Watching this over Chris's shoulder. Oh, thank you, thank you. Hey guys, good to see you. Um, what else? What else do we know good? What else do we know good? Uh, it's supposed to be warmer tomorrow. Yeah, how warm is it supposed to be tomorrow? Sixty something. Yeah, but climate change isn't real. That's not a big deal. And Fukushima is the other thing I want to talk to you about. We uh, we discussed that a little bit. Check back in there and see what's going on with that. Who knows? I mean, I don't know. I just keep waiting. It, it keeps spewing three hundred tons of yeah radiation seawater into in the Pacific every day. Well, in the videos that you showed me, we looked we looked over some of the stuff when we were talking about it, and the radiation. The levels are if if you're exposed for three seconds, you're dead. Yeah, and there are researchers and scientists in. The Outer Bank? Is it no, not the Outer Bank. Somewhere in British Canada, Columbia. In British Columbia, two hundred two hundred miles of coastline had six sixty five sixty five hundred species and there's four. Blah, 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 blah. There's four left. That's unbelievable. The rest of it's dead. Unbelievable. And you know, it's not specifically yeah. said that, but it, I can't imagine what else is killing them all. So, so plastics uh and then something like nuclear ninety eight percent of those seafloors got is now covered in detritus like dead stuff usually like one percent well and there i i heard today that the the nets that they use for some of these big commercial operations get cut up and just left floating at sea because sure. it's too much of a pain garbage the great garbage patch. to bring them in it gets in that eddy and then uh that's so unbelievable you know, there's they're, a they're trying to figure you know I mean, it's a, I guess it's a, to take the lesser of two evils because, you, I mean, you, you, they could stop the leaking of the seawater, but that would mean draining the cooling tanks, which yeah. is what's keeping the spent fuel from touching each other and melting the shooting down. So you have to keep putting that water in and then keep pouring it out, but I just don't know how long it's going to take. I mean, oh, it's not good. I just don't know how. We, we were saying, what, just build a cement dome over just fill it just in with cement. 200 yards, I don't know don't, who knows? I guess they, you know, there's probably a reason they they, uh, they hid the Ark of the Covenant, which seems to be nuclear power. 
Because um, we couldn't handle it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's a reason they kept passing it on because everyone was getting sick and their hair falling out and dying when they, they when they and they opened it up and they kept going here. You take it. No yeah, one it. It's, it's and they buried it and they hid it away somewhere for a reason. I think we're finding out why. Yes. And it seems, it seems like there's a lot of that going around. Uh, when you look at uh, some of the stuff I was watching earlier, talking about what knowledge actually meant. If you think about what knowledge means in a biblical context, they're always talking about sex. And so, the tree, what is the tree of knowledge if knowing Eve is uh, not a nice long conversation? It's, and, and kind of ironic, I suppose, that uh, you know, the Japanese who learned the hard way about nuclear power, mm -hmm. you know, were the ones that built a nuclear reactor below sea level in a land that's... Well, there you go. Large planes. You know, in a, flying in a land that's, that's old, old artwork is known for tsunamis coming over, so it's someone should have thought that out, maybe. Probably. Because at some point, you know, they're, the, the robots that they're putting down to check what's going on in those fuel rods are just malfunctioning instantly, like frying. Yeah. And it's starting to eat through the floor, which means it's got to get warm. It's just going to put a hole in, in everything. It, Pretty much. It, ah, oh, man. And listening to some of the reports that, that, from the scientists that are working on it are not promising. They don't have any real solution. They never. They don't know how to do it. They're, you know, yeah, I get those rods one by one, and then I don't know what to put in them. So and two of those touched, it's all over. That's, yeah. Well, they but, say it was a nuclear, uh, you know, a planet-wide nuclear event that uh, caused the last great disappearing of civilizations. There are some people say that. There's a theory about it. Well, they're all just the two cities that were, were you know, vitrified, ten thousand degrees. Yeah. All the skeletons have radiation and. Did you see the new uh, and all the new history that's coming to light that's been destroyed? Like the one that I saw today was a new Sphinx complex that looks to be Buddhist in nature from circa 700. They found something A.D. Something giant today in a lake in Turkey. Let's pull that up. In a lake in Turkey. Yeah, there was rumors to be monsters, and now they found something that looked like a giant forest or something, or maybe some kind of. I didn't get a chance to really check it out. But. Well, isn't... No, that was in the, in the tundra. Uh, just... News? Ancient ruins discovered on a lake in Turkey. That's today. No, that's November 15th. December 3rd. Divers discovered a 3,000-year-old castle yeah. underwater in the Turkish yeah. lake. What? Yep. <laughs> Hello. A diving team found the ruins... Of an ancient for fortress, yeah, in the largest lake in Turkey. Castle was apart from the kingdom of Uttar, Aruda, excuse me, and is about three thousand years old. So that would be a thousand BC. And how far underwater do they say it? Do they say it is? They don't. So that plays right into all of the theories of. The flood events and the raising rising of the sea level. Let me say down here, the divers were told that there was probably nothing hiding under the lake surface, but decided to search anyway. And guess what? Yeah. Mm. Don't go there. There's nothing there. Oh, you won't find anything good. That's like if you ever listen to Doctor Zahi Hawass and some of those guys out of uh, out of Egypt, when they talk about some of the the places that don't get much attention, they are so obviously either retarded and not in the nice way, or 
the just intentionally just I there's not even a word for it other than evil. Like to, you just lie to people. You're lying to people. Nothing to see here. They know they know better. They know better. And the reason that I say that assuredly is because if you're interested in Egypt and you want to look into this, uh, John Anthony West and Graham Hancock and, and Robert Bavall and all of these Egyptologists that go over to Egypt to study Egypt get given a hard time and aren't allowed to go in and do real research because of the Egyptian Ministry of Antiquities makes it impossible for people to go and do real research, which is very unfortunate because history is awesome. And we need more of it. Anyway, right. And, and we could learn from it, but since we don't, we tend to make the same mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which is, begs which the is question. definitely interesting to insanity, I believe. Repeating the same mistakes over and over, right? Yeah. I mean... Or uh, what but, the actual like, quote is, repeating the same action and expecting different, different results. Yeah, yeah, right. So. Yeah, and, and that is true. You know, I, I, like, I think we were talking the other day, you know, Washington D.C. looks a hell of a lot like Rome. Yeah, if we, we were collapsed, D.C. would look a hell of a lot like the Roman ruins. We built just, we didn't learn their lessons. We spread out just like they did, and mm -hmm. built along the same line. And then, so I don't know. Maybe we can rein it in before that. I wonder though. I wonder. Um, it, it, as they say, that most civilizations have about a 500-year shelf life, and then then it usually just collapses on itself. So we're, and we're, we're about overdue. That makes sense. I'm hoping that this new information age is going to abate that a little bit and allow us a new alternative to the collapse and the start over. Because it seems like this information age has a lot to do with with what we are finding out about history. Yeah, and and they I think they turned it, today they turned the side of the Vatican or something into a huge movie screen and put up all the the endangered animals on like. What? Yeah. Well, that's it just cool. Just you know, like you get the, just because you know, out of sight, out of mind. But it, when it's like in your face, like thanks for all the you know, they had the a few months ago they had a post from the the, the like the black rhinos that dear humans, thanks for all the poaching and the death. I was like, oh, damn. Ooh, sorry about that. Ooh, yeah. Appreciate it. Racing extinction. Yeah. Check it out. Oh wow, those are beautiful. Can I show a, a Google search I on? I don't know. I don't think I can. Google. You could probably. You could probably. Uh, yeah. Save that picture. Oh, we definitely will. Can you save um, it and maybe post it? Steve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Steve. Steve. So, yeah, this is. Yeah, look at the giant clownfish. I mean, it's probably I don't know, two hundred yards long. These are beautiful. Let's oh. let's figure out what the website is. Uh, that's on the Dodo and NBC, uh, so we can share this website. Giant animals take over the Vatican in stunning light show. This is on the Dodo.com, Vatican racing extinction. So I bet if we look up, yeah, NBC racing extinction, onegreenplanet.org. Yeah, that, I there saw, you that's, go. that's a documentary I saw. It's, it's pretty so, amazing. So, onegreenplanet.org, check that out. That's really, really cool. Mm. Yeah, so they they turn the whole front of the Vatican with uh, all of their pantheon of gods, i.e., uh, saints across the top. Uh, fun and and, and and creatures that we have no respect for apparently. Yeah, pandas and chimpanzees and mm, very cool, very very cool. 
Yeah. Green, OneGreenPlanet.org. Check it out. Yep. They also had, they had what, a 30-year time lapse of the, the Earth today of what, what we of us building on it. It was pretty pretty scary. Oh, all of our cities. I saw that. Mm. That Eating uh, up green. Yeah, it, it always reminds me of humans being a virus and uh, Agent Smith from The Matrix. Yep. And, and that whole uh, parasitic thing, uh, which always terrifies me because now that we know how prevalent toxoplasmosis is in people, which is a good explanation for why there's so much anger and, and craziness. Yeah. Is cause Maybe the Earth will just shake us off. I hope so. I hope <laughs> yeah, so. for the Earth's benefit. I mean, I like when people are like, you know, uh, oh, we're killing the Earth. Earth will be here. We'll be there. We'll, we'll be gone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, and let us be gone, man. I heard a great. Earth's not gonna have a problem being around. Unless, no. Unless the no. planet or something slams into it. But. And I heard a really cool take on reincarnation. Uh, that the to create the frame of there is no time, meaning that all time is compressed into one moment. The way that that works out from a reincarnation standpoint is it's not a series of lives over and over and over again but since all time is compressed into one point you can just pick whichever point you want to go back to so you just you get to pick where and when you go and of course there are all these other other options but yeah so hey man if this version of monkey can't get its crap together I'll be the same man I'll be the same because there are days where uh, I hope that what I believe in is correct. I've done my best to, to come up with good with, answers. But man, I'd rather be there. When Neil, be Neil deGrasse there. Tyson, they were asking him about um, what he thought death was, and he said, he, and he explained, it, he said, I, I know what's going to happen when I die. Yeah. And he said, and he said, uh, but he said, I, I want to be put in the ground because I, I guess I never thought of it. He said, when you cre- when you cremated, your all your energy dissipates; it doesn't continue. Mm-hmm. So you're you're over. Yeah. So I'm going to the ground. Yes. Or, or sky or, burial. I'm or, going sky or burial. Feed me to the sharks, whatever. Yeah, that's appropriate, fisherman. I would rather go with the birds because they're dinosaurs. I want to be eaten by dinosaurs. Yeah, well, the Great Whites was around when the dinosaurs were around, so let's. Yeah, that's true. That's true. They've changed in fish. I don't. I feel like they wouldn't benefit the same way from my consciousness. They wouldn't egotistically appreciate I mean, my narcissism. I don't know, I've seen sharks. The way a dinosaur. I've seen <laughs> sharks look at me. Sharks have looked right through me before. I'm like, oh, hello. <laughs> they looked right through you like you yeah. puny human. And then hit the boat, like, yeah, I was like, oh. <laughs> like, you don't exist. And your hair starts standing up. You're like, hey, bottom of the food chain. I yeah, know, right? He definitely had the look of like, how wonder, did we wonder, get wonder here? I wonder if I could eat him. I wonder if I Yeah, for him. all those tourists that ask me if there's sharks around here, there's a real trick you put your finger in the water and you taste it. If it's salty, there's a freaking shark in it. <laughs> we tried to ban them because they were harassing tourists here, but now they keep coming back. <laughs> they just don't obey the ordinance. Yeah. Don't give a ordinance. Orange Beach, they, they banned alcohol and sharks on the beach. Banned alcohol and sharks. Cougars are next. <laughs> ah, if I make me laugh, that's good enough. <laughs> warm up for the uh, comedy. That's right. Uh, it's good enough for not getting paid. That's true. Yeah, in case you're out. I just wanted to see if this what this looks like on YouTube. And um, YouTube, YouTube, hey, it's there. 
and it's not doing the blinky thing. Had a problem with camera last night. I, uh, what well, is doing the blinky thing on there, but it's not doing the blinky thing on here, which is good. Is that, um, a, is that a technical term? Yeah, yeah. Blinky thing? Well, because I can't say that it's a technical difficulty because it's probably not a technical difficulty. It's an operator error. Like the, the, so I think, and people that know YouTube better than I do, please tell me because I don't know anything. I'm stupid. I'm figuring this out as I go. But it blinks. About techni well, technical stuff. I'll, I'll ruin, no, you I'll ruin a computer. <laughs> but see the uh, the YouTube flashes because the I think the live stream it, there's a diff discrepancy between how much information the live stream is pushing versus what YouTube can could be taken away in case we offend somebody. Yeah, because well, when I go back and watch them, they fill in later. Uh, so I don't know why they do that. And if somebody wants to educate me on the proper settings for all this stuff for bandwidth and blah blah blah, uh, please, I'd love to have your help. Uh, or if I, if I'm Should obviously we play a song and test out the, the, the audio? Yes. Let's do that. Yes. Experimental soundstage. Give a shout out to April up, up there in Gadsden. Hope you're doing all right. A little brain surgery. I'm glad you're alive. What? Yep. She, is she out of surgery? She's out of surgery and back on her feet. Good. Still above ground. Good, good, good. So. Okay, everybody. We're going to move this camera just a touch this way.
called song for Edwina. I wrote it for a friend of mine whose brother passed away of cancer all of a sudden. Eh. So, not really much you can say then, so musicians tend to write. Yeah, yeah. It kind of applies for whatever. That's amazing. Amazing. Beautiful song. Absolutely beautiful song. Oh. Cause is over. Going to the green room. Okay. <laughs> Time for us to, what does uh, Jason and Justice always say? We're going to go to the tour bus and... Uh, That's right. We'll be, we'll Jimmy Lewis, oh, Jimmy Lewis to say we're gonna go. I uh, got a 13 year old girlfriend out in the parking lot picking up quaaludes. <laughs> I was like, hello. <laughs> On stage, I'm like, that's not true. Uh, especially after today, can't say stuff like that anymore. People might think you're being serious. Well, I guess I guess when you start the mullet toss, you could probably say what you want. But Jimmy Lewis would say what he wants. Yes. Well, Jimmy Lewis is. Uh, he has reached the. He's, he, he's a that is a character. It's not a person. It's yeah. Just a, I hope I get to that point. Like that's one of my life Car goals. He should be in a Carl Hazen book. I mean that, that that's it. Living. By the way, hey Pine, Pine Island Jimmy. Yeah. Hey dude. Oh, I guess I should turn these cameras back around. Unless you always want it to be the John show. Just thinking me thinking about random thoughts. <laughs> random thoughts. Random thoughts with John Cook. Oh, which will be, inevitably that, that be, be that, that could be a twenty four hour show. Oh, it is. It's a 24-hour show in my head. I just broadcast a couple hours of it a day. <laughs> it goes on forever. Forever and ever and ever. How many years do you think it'll be until they can just do that? Just wire in your brain. You can do your own podcast. Wow. Oh, no. I'm going to go with 10. Probably. I'm going to go with 10. Uh, we're not we're not that far away. I mean, most of this is done with phones, uh, mm -hmm. which are just tiny little computers. Like, that phone, my phone, my old iPhone whatever does um did you see the guy does that, more than, like than the, my first he's, computer he's, did he's not like the first official cyborg he put a put a thing in his arm which one i've seen a couple of these and it and it, it regulates it you know has numbers for all of his like body algorithms and all the stuff Ooh, very cool but let's see if you pull up the surgery it looks really painful i've seen a couple the of guy, the guys that cut his forearm he's got a huge thing in his arm man 
stretched it out, and then it, yeah, it, in real time data just tracks and does all this crazy stuff. So he basically put a Fitbit in his arm. Pretty much. See now, if if we didn't have Fitbits, that'd be really cool. But how color planners became worse. Oh, squeaky click. Yeah. Let's see if there's. That's first cyborg wants that. I've seen that guy. He's intense. Is this him? That's him. I think. Yep. yep. This guy. No, it's it's a different guy. Um. No, this guy put a camera on his head, so he can uh, be more like a cyborg. Um, this guy's got things coming out of his head. Yeah, I've, I've, I've put put superhumans in. It's a uh, that guy, um, Spider Man, was it? It's the Stanley superhumans. Stanley superhumans. Yep, and put uh, and I guess you could maybe put a cyborg behind it, and it should mm. should bring him up. We'll have to look into this. This is there's there's that guy again. There, there's the drummer. It. I think that's it. Oh yeah, okay. So I am familiar no, with this guy. No, it's, no, it's, that's what this guy you, he can. This guy can plug in. Like this guy, the there's there's one guy on the superhumans thing that uh, has an implant in his arm. That's it. That has cables that come out that, of it. That's it. That and guy. he can plug into I think that's a the guy computer. I was about. I think that may be him. Right yeah, now. yeah. I remember. I remember seeing that. Like he can. And so what that thing does is it attaches to his neurons in his forearm. And it controls via his brain signals to that little thing that he connects to a robot hand. The robot hand. He controls the robot hand with his own brain by hooking it up to his arm. It's amazing. This one, yeah, this, this, this guy had to, it's like a younger guy. Hello, and he had, Kyle. Kyle. What's up? This guy had to get like somebody else to do the surgery because he couldn't find anyone to do it. Uh, there are a whole bunch of these guys really doing wild. stuff like this now yeah and so this was the upgrade where he got it to the point where he didn't have to plug it in he's got this thing that he can just wrap around right. his arm because uh, it pr provides information uh, I've seen people put magnets under their skin in a couple of different places that's pretty amusing which uh, is when you think about how badass cyborgs and all that good stuff is if you put a powerful enough magnet in close proximity of somebody's phone, yeah, I think you can fry that thing. Yeah, you can fry credit cards and everything else pretty easy. Computers and and a bunch of fun stuff. So the people with magnets in their uh, in themselves make me nervous. But then again, a lot of what we are is electromagnetism. So if we get into that, we might find ourselves messing with things that shouldn't be messed with. Yeah, it, it it looked pretty. It, the Sorry, surgery itself was really looking painful looking. Yeah, because he was awake for it. Yeah, he couldn't. They couldn't do it in like any anesthesia, on this one guy because it, it was like unofficial surgery. Yeah, that's weird. Isn't that the, it's a younger guy. I don't see him though. Oh yeah, because it's not like a real surgery. It's the them goofing around in a. Go to go to the full ep, full episodes and see what they say. Yeah, this superhuman show. If you've never seen the superhuman shows with Stanley, it's it's really interesting. Anyway, we don't have time for that. Where where we going? Just just back up, back up cyborg and see and see if just the superhumans. CRISPR. Superhumans surgery. Arm. Hey, let's see how well. 
people can uh, do Google searches. This should be a whole new game show. Who's good at Google searches? I don't see it. Put episode in there or full and see when it comes up. Who is that? Spencer. Spencer Forrest said, hey, John, what's up? Spencer on? Forrest, what's up, man? Ed Anderson, I see you creeping. Ed. Love you, brother. Hope to see you soon. Sorry I missed you last night, Ed. I'm by about 10 minutes, apparently. This is Transhumanism, that's the name of the movement. What is it? What are we looking for now? Take arm surgery out of there. And see. The original one was what Stan Lee said, full episodes. At least it just had like an explanation for it. I got you. Yeah, it's a great show. Just I'd have to probably just see what pops up there. My horrible spelling. Richard Anderson. Is the guy's name? I know. Um, nope. It's not coming up. Anyway. Hmm. Yeah, I can imagine. If you're, you're doing surgery on yourself without any anesthetics, Ugh. yeah, that'd be horrible. Yeah, it, 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 they did it like in a... <laughs> yeah, they had to get a hotel room. They had to get a... They'd... The guy went, you know, it was, it was, it was, he's, he's from Britain and surgery was illegal, so he had to get somebody, like a, a piercer guy to do it. <laughs> he went to went and got a hotel room and <laughs> that sounds like a horrible cut idea. his skin lifted up the muscles stuck that sucker up in there oh sewed it back together cutting oh man mm. oh no no thank you mm. I don't want to be a cyborg that bad I watched uh, Chappie the other day have you seen that movie mm. uh, it was a movie about uh, the these robot police officers and uh, artificial intelligence it's good it's good I um I saw, I saw a commercial for uh, uh, Universal Soldier last night. Universal that, Soldier? I'm not John Pat Van Damme and somebody else. Um, a new one all over again? No, no it's it's the old old original one. The, uh, I can't remember who else is in. Oh man! Oh, uh, and and uh, Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, yeah, I remember it. John Claude Van Damme. John Claude Van Damme. Doing splits and kicks and turning around in the air. <laughs> Crazy little gymnast. And, yeah, and that that uh, that guy with the ponytail and the was that guy that always kicks his ass. And the, the, I guess it's the first one where he breaks the, his brother's back or something. And they go, and they end up fighting at the end with the like the tree sap and glad broken glass. It's, I think it's the original. The Muay, the Muay Thai fight. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, the guy yeah. with the long ponytail. Tong Po yeah. was that guy's name, and he's a I. I forget his real name, but that dude is a, a was a kickboxer. I remember right. seeing some tape of him, like actually hurting people. Yeah, <laughs> Muay Thai. If you're not familiar with Muay Thai and uh, and never seen a real Muay Thai fight, that's ooh, yeah, it's every it's time, every, brutal. Every time somebody kicks somebody in the shin, I'm like, oh, oh just bone on bone. You can hear it. There was a fight that we, we saw when I was a little little kid and Chuck Norris was doing the same thing and Chuck Norris kept kicking this guy in the leg. Mm-hmm. Repeatedly kicking him in the leg mm -hmm. for like three minutes. 
stand aside and faked that the guy bought it and he went, pow! <laughs> straight in the head and the guy's feet came about four feet off the ground. First thing he hit was the back of his head. Oh, and man. He, he did that and the guy went to block it. He went straight up, boom! I was like, oh Man, the, that reminds me of America Crow Cop. I'll show you the nicest one I've ever seen is coming up. Um, put, um, well, you know, Anderson Silva, when he broke his leg, put a tornado kick knockout. It's, 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 it's the worst sound I've ever heard on the video, and one of the wickedest moves ever. Yeah, this which it, one? That top one. Oh, that's like five minutes long. No, but it doesn't. It, but he kicks the guy, and the guy stands straight up, unconscious for like eight seconds, and then falls over. Watch this. Watch this move. And listen to this. Listen to the disgusting sound, and make me never want to fight this little guy. It's this. yeah, but how? Where is it at? Do you know where it's at in the video? Oh yeah, see, this is a compilation video. Oh. Um. um. Let's see if this is it at the end. Is that that's what it. You're talking about? That's it. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna go back a little. Keep bit. going back a little. Good. One more. See if we can get the, the yeah. sound of this audio. Oh. And watch, watch, watch the, the sweat fly off this guy's head. And look at this move. So oh. we're looking at this look. tiny look. guy and a tall guy uh -oh. comparatively. Oh no. Swing and a miss. Guard comes down. Boom. Drool. Oh, so that's. <laughs> so it's not. When you said tornado kick, I was thinking. Yeah, like, well, what's supposed to be? Here you go. Here you go. Yeah, no, what he did was, because he's so much shorter, he came down over the top. Yeah, he, 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 he spins right and goes towards oh, yeah. tornado. Whoop! Yeah. Oh. And so then he comes back around, and instead of coming through the guy's guard, he comes like over, right down on top of his forehead. Over his, his Over his right. I'm not, I, I'm not guy. I'm retiring. Oh yeah, no, that dude's skull is fractured. I mean, like that dude's gonna be lucky. To and be the, alive. The, the, the guy that kicks him doesn't even look, doesn't even wait to see. He just he picks him up and walks down. Yeah. He's like, no, pick, those... him, pick, pick him up. Oh no! If a Muay Thai kick, if a Muay Thai kickboxer kicks you in the head with his shin square, the poor, the, poor, the likelihood of you surviving. The is poor not look, look at the rest face is like, oh my god. Yeah, like that dude's dead. I thought he wasn't the first time I saw. Him, I was like. He just killed that guy. He very well the, could. I mean, the, the the big thing, it's the drool that comes out of life. Yeah. Well, it it doesn't take any effort to go find the numbers that those guys can kick harder than your skull can resist, like all day long. All they do is sit there and kick trees all day. <laughs> yeah. Bam. <laughs> if I mean, they can kick a tree, and I think they get, I think they they end up getting like quarter inch, like thick, like oh, yeah. huge calluses on their chin. But yeah. It's you know you can cheat and just get syphilis. They give you saber shin, you know. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, or you can yeah, be a Muay Thai I mean, fighter, you know. If, yeah. Depends on what you're trying to do. I guess how quick you want to get. <laughs> you seen that video of the guy going around that uh, can like has this really calcified hand that he breaks bricks with. Mm. It's like, yeah, you can break. Hey, kitty cat. Like, yeah, yeah, sure. You can break bricks with your calcified hand, but then you got to walk around with this monstrosity hand. Like, no, nobody wants a hand that can smash bricks. <laughs> anywhere near their kind of... sensitive shaved parts. Or one trick pony. That's all you do. What else do you do? Well, that's about it. Yeah, you just just smash things. <laughs> just bam, bam. just smash. Bam bam smash. There's a guy that's, this guy has got an abnormally large like one one arm, a huge forearm, and he's like a 
arm wrestling champion. Popeye. Kind of oh, yeah, I saw that, he's dude. Like, he's like three oh. times the size on the right side. Facebook Live. Uh, y'all are fixing to be gone, so truth, love, and peace. Catch you next time. Chiming in. My kitty cat's saying goodbye. So there goes the live stream, just because the battery's about to die on that. So we'll let that slide out of the way. Until next time. Updates. Which means we can knock Random sports, down. and we will get the fishing report coming soon. Yes, yes, we do need to uh, to start doing the fishing report. Those will be real good on uh, on Facebook. Um, I would imagine. What's going on? Excuse my reclining here on the set. Carol says is watching. Bring them on camera. Bring who on camera? My K kitty cat. Kitty. Oh no! What my cat is? Uh, oh no! That's the. See, this thing confuses the crap out of me. So apparently, on Facebook Live now, you can just add people's FaceTime to their to the fit to the thing mm. so we could just bring facebook live people in hang on i'm gonna go turn this water on for my cat oh cool watch how happy my cat's gonna be Giggy. welcome to today's 432 segment john lays on the couch <laughs> doing nothing yeah see so there went that camera that one's down uh, which is perfectly fine. All right. Yeah, I had to turn the faucet on for my cat because she's adorable. And, she doesn't have uh, thumbs. Yeah. <laughs> she's uh, she's working on figuring it out. She's not quite there yet. Maybe we can do the uh, do the, the podcast, fill in your own show, and just, just sit there and I'll just sit here. <laughs> 30 minutes and nothing. Do Don't say thing. anything. Just <laughs> nothing. Be like, you guys fill it in. Make it up yourselves. That, Look at us and try to figure out what we're thinking about. We're having a conversation telepathically, and uh, we hope we hope y'all will evolve enough to join us one day. That'd be, that's, or, that's yeah, fun, or, or funny, or funny yeah, we're just, we could put the topic up and show it to everyone and then just write and hand it across and see if they could, <laughs> where are they going with it. Like, y'all figure it out. We don't know. Followed by the live game of Pictionary. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. Let's see. I'll join you. Just make sure I'm not flashing anybody because I'm always happy to hear about it. Oh, so uh, you're too far away for us to see the comments, but uh, we're, we're glad you're here. And I can't think of anything else, man. I, other than just being ecstatic over the Roy Moore thing, I guess uh, a friend of mine does a political podcast and so we i've been talking politics with him uh crab divers podcast if you're looking for something cool to check out uh comedy and politics uh so my, my buddy ryan and i have been talking and his his take on it is that al franken's stepping down sets a standard that uh that all these other people that are accused should have to follow. Now. Put him on the chopping block. He yeah. Took him with the team, pretty much. Which I said. really like, you know. So now that the the Roy Moore thing's over, it seems like the momentum from the from the whole Me Too movement is gonna keep rolling. And now with these three Trump uh, accusers coming out, right? And uh, that he said he didn't know, and they have pictures of him with. Yeah, and it's getting thick and ugly, man. And what blows me away is how, and maybe I'm a freak, but how readily obvious it is, the lies and the BS and just the, well, the you know, malice in all of it. Yeah, you know, like like our our Christian activist said, you know, 
Yeah, lie. You lie because the truth might get in the way of God's agenda. And that's the kind of stuff that just blows me away, man. And Mm. and people wonder we're morally bankrupt when people get away with saying stuff like that. That's that. That's that guy's what podcast. And that's how. That's how it. I think that's how it's gotten to this point, man. It's just people have apparently no sense of responsibility. Apparently, Europe, like Europe, who's been like just horrified of Trump, is, thinks it's like a miracle. They're like sh- totally completely shocked, like holy crap, what happened? Yeah. Uh, they just can't believe it. They're like, <laughs> <laughs> there is, there is uh, a something, something more. Uh, if, if, there's not if moral, more. <laughs> if, moral, if moral standards come back and, and the government somehow gets clean and it starts in Alabama, it'll it'll be one. Of, it'll be a history for sure. You know, I, I think you know someone someone had a thing about the, the you know the like the numbers of the voting numbers like skyrocketed right after Moore's wife got off the microphone and was like really woke people like what people that weren't gonna weren't that weren't gonna vote were like no nah. well, I wouldn't be surprised if... no it like kicked up like they were like. Yeah, and I, mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it was the African American community because that's this—that's the phrase like that is just big red. F- I have a friend. Oh, well, I kept, you horrible person! I kept waiting for her to be like, you know, like, well, our Lord is Jewish, and I, you know, I went <gasps> and I and I went to a school with a black girl in elementary school. You're like, yeah, oh, whatever. I'm like, no, 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 no. If you utter the phrases of tokenism, then oh, I, you, you know, should, and I kept you waiting for him. Smacked in the face. I kept, and I kept waiting for her to throw out like, you know, and the, the Mexicans do my lawn. And yeah. uh, you know, and then and then it probably the group all the Asian people into one group. <laughs> like I love you know, yeah. By the way, people, you know, like all Asians aren't Asian. Like, Japanese and Chinese like don't like each other, and it's like you know, right? That's like the term. Try to get it. Try to try to get it right. Yeah. You know, like there's don't use there's the different term countries. Oriental. Different countries. You know, it's craziness. craziness. You know, I probably look like somebody from Spain, but that doesn't mean I'm from I'm Spanish. You know, I've decided to embrace my uh, my my pastiness uh, because obviously my relatives came from somewhere that was very north. Hmm. Uh, if if you can't tell, I'm, I look European. Hmm. Uh, I look exactly like what you're. It's good possibility our relatives came from very far away. Well, I like <laughs> to think of them as very from far, the like like aliens. Very far away. Oh, uh, look, Zora is confused by your. Uh, or she smells your cats by your amplifier. That's mm-hmm. adorable. Yep. She heard it making noise. Open that guitar case. It. That cat will be in it in two minutes sleeping. Great idea. They're perfect for that. Yeah, they roll it. My, my cat sleeps in it if I close it. Mm-hmm. They love hiding places. Got to remember to open it up, though. Zora will hide under the couch somewhere that uh, she knows she can't be gotten to. Mike Logland's got his cat. Got his cat back. What's up, Mike? You Mike has a cat now? Yep. He's had it for 12 years. Just I met the other day. Nyland, Nyland hanging out over uh, next to the river house. Oh, Looks kind of just like Zora. So cute. So cute. I hope that's not the cat that Zora almost killed the other day. No, I don't think so. Really nice she's, cat. I don't know how it's going to squint I don't know how it's going to get a, get along with uh, Rougarou, the devil spawn dog. Is the dog still around? Is that, that drama still going on? No, the dog's no. around, but... Goodness gracious. He's around. Yeah, I'm talking to you. Yeah, we have we have a history. That little dog, man, he bit you at one point, didn't he? Bit right through my thumb. Yeah. That'll so there is an ongoing drama between. Oh no, it's it's, it's over. That'll be the last time it happens. Oh good. It, or it, it, well, if it does happen again, it'll be the last thing that happens for that dog. 
Animals. Just the way it is. Animals. Poor animals. More often than not, if you, uh, you know, they, they respond. Had, somewhere down the line, the they previous respond. owner was a complete a-hole. Mm. I think humans are a lot like, uh, like dogs. Because all of Caesar Milan's theories and practices on, uh, on dog behavior and dog psychology seem to scale up in regards to humans. Yeah, you abuse somebody, you know, they're going to turn violent on and learn to bite and fight back. Yeah, but if you grab them by the scruff of the neck and put them on the ground, typically they will calm down <laughs> eventually. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, there's a difference between, you know, keeping your dog kind of behaving and, and like, just beating it and being brutal to it. Well, those people don't deserve no, don't. companionship, and and they they misunderstand what those animals are. Those animals, you know, anybody who fights a dog should have to fight one. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And I think that's that's a big thing. And this is something I've wanted to talk about for a while. There's a clip that uh, that you can you can go and find. But wild animals, especially male wild animals, in competition with other males, mammals, lions are the ones that I'm I have in my head when I'm this image there's a uh, video out there of these male lions that gang up on this one male lion when they beat him into submission and then at the end of it there's this one lion just hanging on to his nuts and the, the look on this lion's face is just shocked and disbelieved and, and just unbelievable yeah and then you another, you wonder, another, another animal has nothing enough yeah and then you wonder when you scale it up all these people that think that they're gonna live this life of survival of the fittest and uh, nature is red and tooth and claw, i.e. people who think fighting in public is a good idea that have never actually been in a position where, no, if you survive, you're gonna be castrated or you're gonna have a limp for the rest of you. Like the ramifications are so Fighting, fighting anybody you, you, you've never met before is, is it's you're, you're, ridiculous. You're, you're playing dice. Yeah, because you could end up with some dudes just crushing your nuts out of spite. Mm -hmm. That's that's what it comes down to. The ramifications. All you gotta do is mess with the wrong the wrong person. Yeah, like that scene in Dazed and Confused where the guy picks a fight and he's like, it never gets past the first punch anyway, and then gets a snot beat out of him. Yeah, that's what nature is really like. You know, when it comes to tooth and claw. Go pick a fight with some sixty-year-old guy who did like three tours of Vietnam and watch what happens to your rear end. Well. It's not you know, just, it's, just you know just you, you're, you deserve it if you go fight somebody you've never met and don't know anything about. Like, well, and it's the misconception of uh, violence to prove a point versus violence to survive. You know, there's a reason Sun Tzu said that violence is never the answer unless it is the answer, in which case it's the only answer because it's gonna be hairy, like it's gonna be nasty and horrible. And yeah, I mean generally, generally in the lion's world, you know, it's just a it's a just a waiting game. Until the right. the younger lion's gonna kill that other one or drive him off. So right, that the lion has last year of like could be today. Like what day is it? And then yeah, that's it. And it's not. And then a, you're then you're out and you're dead. You go, yeah, you're on your own. And there's no oh tag out. You know I'm gonna go get some stitches and uh, you can have fun at the party. It's no, you go off and you die. Because you you know because male lions don't hunt. Yeah, they fight and they run in lanes. So this this nonsense that we can be ultra competitive like that in public, and you know, people picking fights and squaring up and being all aggressive and, and shitty, in civilization, are people that just have no clue of what 
tooth and claw really means. Right. Like tooth and claw means castration on Wednesday because you, you piss somebody off. You get in a fight and it gets serious. It gets to a point where it's serious. Uh, preservation kicks in and you're gonna get hurt. Get hurt because someone's gonna do whatever it takes and not get that. Yeah. You know, and that's when it turns and. And that's when bad things happen. That's when a lion grabs a mouse mouthful of nuts and yeah. chomps down. Or somebody grabs a beer bottle and stabs you in the neck. Which yeah. Because you're beating. You know. Just, yeah, it's a whole advice, don't, don't, don't fight it unless you have to. And I think that's one of the things the information age is going to demonstrate very readily is that uh, all of this ultra-aggressive, uh, which ties right into the sexual harassment, because violence and sexual assault and power dynamics are all common threads in Yeah, by the way, what's going on in NBC over there, NBC? What'd Why? they do? What happened in NBC? I mean, like, I Got Matt Lauer, and then the, the, the guy before him. They're like the whole. Everybody is it? I mean. See, I think that's the same thing that happened whole, with Weinstein. The whole company. It's all corrupt. Every everybody knows. Like Weinstein had written into contracts. And why were you paying Matt Lauer $22 million dollars a year to have to talk in the morning? Can I get that job? Really? That's a little excessive. Twenty two million dollars to Nobody do what? Nobody deserves that much Come money on. for a paycheck. That's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. To apparently harass women and then talk to, and sit in the morning and then play golf again. No, there's so many people that are complicit because for so long and and we're all familiar with the terminology, the good old boys club, the glass ceilings, you know, the you can go watch the television show from you know, where the businessmen from the sixties and the sexual harassment is rampant. I haven't even seen the show, and I know that there are things that went on just on the show within that context that just wouldn't fly today, or shouldn't fly. They probably would, but they shouldn't. <laughs> and that's Probably what it seems because a lot of some of the advertising, all that the advertising from the fifties. It's oh like, man, Cuddy Sark, man. Every time I think of a Cuddy Sark advertisement, those uh, or Sailor Jerry, <laughs> and that's not even. Real people. That's just drawings, and uh, and it's evocative. But that's part of a mentality that has to change. It's this. It's a shift from this patriarchal society to a matriarchal society. Advertising, one of my least favorite things on the planet. Oh yeah, that's middlemen. Just middlemen want to get in the middle of stuff and buy stuff you don't need. Because you, you know, I'm a great NBA player. So take my advice on car insurance. Because uh, you throw a football, I should uh, take your weight loss plan. That's well, that, there's your one of your problems with society. Just because you're good at sports, put them on the pedestal. Well, and just because somebody can play a good sport does not make them uh, what give, give me advice on anything. When how far away? Except, from... except, except maybe to play, to play that sport. Yeah. And then... other than that, I don't want to know what you eat. I don't want to know what car insurance you use, what watch you wear. I don't give a crap. Nobody cares. Just like I wouldn't tell anybody else what to do. Yeah. And, and you know, I'm CNN or whatever this. I don't agree with what Trump does, but, you know, the television on the radio had a point that they did, like, the top ten topics of the of the world going on, and then CNN's main topic to start off the day was Donald Trump's diet. You know, I don't, oh. give, I don't give a crap what he eats. You know, it's not a, it's, he may be an asshole or whatever he is, but it's it's not a requirement to, to be a healthy eater to be the president. That's not in the... No. That's not his job. He can eat whatever the hell he wants. Yes. So who gives a crap if he eats Big Mac? Yeah, it's bad for him, but that's that's not an issue. Yeah. He's 70 years old. He can eat what he wants. He's not the U.S.'s personal trainer. He's the president. 
doesn't belong in the news, but it's wonderful food for, or wonderful fodder for people like me who want, who can build arguments around how gut flora and is. I mean, yeah, and it, they, uh, he, I'm sure when he's on Air Force One or something, stopping in, he, made, he they said he. he but it's not news. Said for lunch, he ate two Big Macs and two filet fish, right. which is a bunch of crap because no one can eat that much. It's not probably, news. but. Uh, he's got a five-star chef at the White House. I'm sure he's like, make me a filet mignon. I'm sure he's uh, making him make all sorts of stuff, not McDonald's. I hope the chef at the White House is as anti-silly people that eat fast food as I am. Mind you, I say that as a hypocrite because I went on a, I put a ton of weight back on because I went on a bender and uh, hmm. started eating. Then, because the McRib came back. Guilty you pleasures. eat the McRib? I know, it's not even real food. What is wrong with There's you? The only part of it that's remotely real you know is you the can, onion. You can light down a fire with, with uh, lighter <laughs> fluid and it won't, will not burn. I know, I know. Neither were the buns on, on normal hamburgers. That's but I, I consider it my cheat day. <laughs> I don't eat fast food. It's horrible. I don't eat it. I know, and I felt horrible. I used to eat it, but I don't eat anymore. But the, and it's one more reiteration of, uh, after putting this weight back on, and having eaten fast food and junk and, and drinking carbonated beverages again, I have felt like crap. <laughs> Just horrible. Absolutely horrible. After some months of clean living, uh, just a little bit of Coca-Cola and... A better phone did. Yeah, Facebook died. Better. Kesera. But just, just that change in diet has... It's hugely, hugely impacted me. I mean... Hugely, listen to me. Fucking bigly. McDonald's, McDonald's me. French fries are not. There's like no potatoes in them. I think they somebody tested it. They don't even know what it is. It's just fake. It's, it's yeah, crap. I mean, anyone who hasn't seen Super Size Me, if you want to keep, if you want to keep eating McDonald's, don't see it. Yeah, it'll it'll, it'll ruin it for you. I mean, granted, you know, if you're gonna supersize every meal three times a day, but the the guy had to cut. I mean, he had to cut it like ten days short. The doctor was like, "You're gonna die." Mm -hmm. Your cholesterol went up like five hundred points and like. Like three weeks. It's I mean, and really, really badly. Yeah, I mean, oh boy, this is like, you know, and it's it's such an icon of America, but now it's just like, I mean, I don't, I don't know, I guess I don't know who eats it. I don't know how it sustains itself. I guess it's just because it's so cheap. Well, yeah, they've got a dollar menu, and in the, you know, that's like the ramen noodles. The how much. That has to change. Welfare, like you can, you can't. If you can't afford real food, and all you can afford is McDonald's dollar menu and ramen noodles, of course you're you're going to be unhealthy. That has to change with the planet. I'm surprised to either. It's can't eat like that. Ray Allen, old Yukon basketball star, he's got a like couple of fast food chains that serve like real food, like badass food, fast food. Yeah, what's the name of it? I, I don't know. I, I saw it. He's a. I think it's in Atlanta or so or. Where do you play? Uh, Detroit, maybe. And it's like fast food, but real, like... I mean, like, it's a pretty cool concept. Completely, you know, proving that you can do, like, a fast food restaurant with real... I mean, it's why I would think. But, uh... Mm, put, Ray, put Ray Allen. A L L E L E. Grown. Yep, that's it. Grown is a 100% organic fast food restaurant coming to your city. There you go. Yep. Grown.org. Heck yeah, man. 
That's awesome. That's, so that's the birth of, you know, the he's dawning a, of, of... And he's... Yeah, no, it's coming. That's great. You know, he's an NBA, NBA star and he grew up in, you know, the food deserts in the, in the inner cities where there's nothing to eat, where there's no real food to find. You know, if, yeah. For those of you don't, um, should know, the food desert is somewhere in the city where there's actually like no nutrition. Mm-hmm. Can't think, there's, you know, there are food deserts in America. Blocks, think about that. Block, block upon block of just processed food with nothing no garden. richest nation in the world number one industrial num, not number one but industrialized nation and we have food deserts in this country it's ridiculous i wonder why our, you know oh why is our insurance giant why yeah are people sick right grown.org check it out grown.org come on people let's change we don't want the, we don't want we don't want 10,000 years in the future to, for them to find the Stairmasters and be like, what were these stairs going nowhere for? Yeah. Why do they have to invent things to not be fat instead of just living? Not again. Get out and live. Get outside. Move. You know, if you can get on a bike and get a movie of you biking somewhere, you can get on a bike too and bike somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> just bike somewhere, dang it. It's a whole other world. It's outside. Look into it. It's good for you. And go barefoot. Ground yourself. Yeah, grounding. If you haven't looked into grounding, you should definitely look into it. Free um, electrons from the Earth's surface. If it works. I think that's, it has a lot to do with alkalinity and stuff like that. It gets yeah, into ionization. Exactly. It's almost the same thing. So rather than buy a ridiculously water bottle, uh, go stand in the dirt. Yep, or lay on the dirt. Put your whole body on it. Get naked and lay in the dirt. On the yeah. sand. What was the story you were telling me about the guy that was laying under his porch or something? Yeah, he was. He's. He's. Uh, that, again. He. Uh, he runs a rescue, like a zoo rescue for wild animals and all this thing. And he was, for years, he woke up with arthritis in his hands and back. And somebody sent him this thing about grounding. And he, and he got to the point. It was the worst. It was the worst winter ever. He was like, he showed a picture of an eight foot fence, and it was like an inch away. So it was just. He shoved all the snow, and he finally got the point. He crawled up under his house, took all his clothes off, and laid on that on, on the dirt for like 30 minutes, freezing cold weather. Got up the next morning, completely devoid of pain. <laughs> That's awesome. And then went around and started curing like all the. It's in a town in Alaska, and and all these people started. Some firefighter had back pain for 20 years, and he, like a week later, he was driving, and this guy was butchering a moose that got hit by a car on the side of the road. <laughs> he's like, how, he's like, back. He's like, how long has it been since the bed pain? He's like, it's a freaking miracle. You can put you can put a rod in the ground and then run it into your home. Mm, run a wire in your home and so cool. free electrons. That's so cool. That's probably why I, I like being barefoot so much. Makes sense. Not a fan of shoes. No. Shoes. Play in the dirt, that's how your immune system works. Yes, 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 yes. Play in the dirt. It's Don't take a bunch of medicines. And if you and do take a probiotic. And possible links are getting more prevalent about the vaccines and autism. Really? Lot I've of, lot heard of, that the other way. A lot of, lot, of, uh, lot of studies are starting to show up that a lot of the signs of autism are showing up around the age people kids are getting vaccinated. I've heard that with one of them. There, there's this one that ha- that's high in mercury. That mercury is, guy, is this, linked to autism. There's a guy in in, in Colorado who's makes he's, his company is designed to like when they make it, like an oil for you, 
that the, the, the standards are the same, so you get that same medicine every time, not like back and forth. And he's, he, the, the guy asked him, he said, do you think it is? And he said, I can't say for certain, but he said that the, the evidence certainly seems to me that a lot of these signs are showing up around the exact same age when the vaccinations start. That's I mean, an interesting or, observation. I mean, when you're a three or four-year-old kid and start sending some flu and weird antibody in there, developing, what? Yeah, you know, like roll the dice. Like, yeah, where's That's that? how your immune system works. Go get sick. Go outside. If you start feeling bad, go sweat for 40 minutes outside. You'll be fine the next day. Get in the salt water. It's not that hard. Yes, salt Stop water taking is so the, good for stop you. Stop going to the doctors that are making billions of dollars off you. No offense to my brother's doctor. He's a back surgeon. <laughs> he doesn't do that stuff. But yeah, that's the dirt. That's how you heal up. You need some some funk on you. George Carlin used to do that bit about... Uh, Swimming in sewage to build to build up our immune systems. I don't know if I go that far, but <laughs> <laughs> sewage and open wounds probably don't go so well together. No, that's how you get that uh, vibro thing. Yeah, you don't want it. Had it. It's uh, stay away. Cut yourself an oyster. A uh, little hint: bleach will will work. It hurts like hell, but it will kill mostly what's in there. Yeah, when you got stabbed yeah, by stingray. Yeah, tell that story. Just got, just got hit by a stingray flounder gigging and apparently. Wait, 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 wait. hit by a stingray. I, well, I, I you was, mean you got stabbed in the leg by nature? I got stuck between an ankle and my Achilles. Fuck! And then it turned into Vibrio. But it went away because I don't take a bunch of medicine and I don't. And I got rid of West Nile too, so I'm going. You got rid of West Nile? When did that? How? About five, what? About five years ago. So I'm going, I'm going for the trifecta. Ebola's next. <laughs> actually, my, actually, doc, Dr. Herson, what's up? My the doctor there said if I if I get that in Kiri we're going fifty fifty on my blood. <laughs> yeah, for sure. The government's gonna come looking for you, man. That's fine. Like, That's the immune system. You're gonna be uh like V from Vendetta. Oh! <laughs> no face, no feature. Yeah, no that you know. No in my luck it would when the when the uh Giant pestilence that kills everybody would kill everybody but me. <laughs> I'd be out here. That'd be boring. Although I like being by myself a lot. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be the last man on earth. Yeah, I would. Uh... Although I guess you could spend the rest of the, your days scanning the earth for maybe somebody else. At least you got something to hope to live for. <laughs> but you'd probably hope it was a woman. More than likely. Maybe not. Anybody. I don't know. I can talk to the animals pretty well. I'd be comfy with the animals. Yeah, you know, and they they they, they usually don't disappoint you as much as a lot of some people do. And well, John, good news, man. It looks like uh, I've there are two less friends on my Facebook page after doing this with you. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> now look, Facebook's there. The YouTube's probably there. Yeah, we, we all the, all of the technical issues that uh, I created yesterday. It seems that we have. Fixed, which is good. So that's that's a big thumbs up. I wonder what this. Um, we, we, we should use this thing for some kind of intro. Come here, sorry. True. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Echo. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, at some point, you're going to have to get on there and go back through all these comments, because... Uh, truth. Truth. I like that. I like that a lot. Mow. Mow. Truth. before we get out of here long-term plugs not tonight because this will be for replays um check out john out the, Har Flying harpoon for having me jam out last night br uh holler at me and we're gonna maybe start doing something up there at the, the original poon or flying harpoon too yeah hell yeah um we'll have to come local, to the podcast local right spot. they have a pretty good celebration going on last night that's the uh it's definitely a you know, uh, still a little more liberal crowd over there. Free thinking. What, uh, where is it again? It is next to the uh, original Oyster House and Gulf Shores, and then the, the Flying Harpoon 2 is pretty much between Orange Beach and Gulf Shores on Beach Highway. There you go. Uh, so if you're in the area. Yep, and they got good food at both places. Support local business. That's right. And then, uh, Burrito Brothers on Sundays and Tuesdays. Four o'clock winter time. Who knows? I'll be I'll be around somewhere. And if I'm in the beach, it's an emergency. John Cook on uh, on Facebook, and I think I'm on Reverb Nation. And Reverb second, Nation, and then if you find places that John Cook should be, let him know. Second album, and I'm gonna be traveling a bunch this year. So. Oh yeah. Yep. Let me get out of here. Dude, I'm gonna miss you. That's I, gonna be I'll fucked up. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be around. I'm gonna go. I don't know, wherever I feel like going. Good. Colorado. Oh, that'd be awesome. I'm going to go out to Idaho, Emily Tipton, and Brooke. I'm coming your way. Dude, good times. Good, good times. Just well, awesome. Mainly to see you all, but also because I've never been to Idaho. <laughs> you know, seems like a cool place to go, maybe. Well, if you find somebody hiding in your trunk, it won't be me, I promise. <laughs> Sweet, man. Well, thanks for joining us. Truth, love, and peace. I think this is episode eight, if I'm not mistaken. Uh... Look up John Cook, incredible musician, awesome music. Eight 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 eight, and then, uh, that's about it. Check out Zach Dietrich's new album and Jonathan Puzan. Yep, pr produced that. And yeah, uh, back porch comedy, whatever comedy, mobile comedy. I believe Albert Blonde Simpson Mule. Is, is playing at Lubus right now, and I think he's playing there tomorrow. What's up, Albert? I'll holler at you later. Albert, I'll you later. Lubus, Albert of course, Simpson, Shorts, who was number one in the songwriters with. One of his new singles, I think, and so I'm not sure what what. Uh, That's awesome. Is. In that case, Albert, when you hear this, uh, call me so we can put you on the show. Yeah. He, so I, or we can promote your album. That's what I mean. He's in town tomorrow, so. Oh hell yeah! Well, when I get back, we'll get together. The end of the line is the, the number one song. I think there's maybe pieces. Anyway, he's got a new album out. Sweet. Well, thanks for joining us. Later. Truth, love, and peace.